Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It's August the 11th, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us here today. Got another great show lined up for you today, as always. Uh, I, I think I think Mr. Black has sorted out everything on his end. Nothing is exploding anymore. There were some fireworks just to the pre-show. Yeah, I think we're good. We're good? All right. Awesome. Well, we'll get this on over here, and we should be good to go. Uh, yeah, another great show lined up for you today. If it's your first time here, uh, whether you're on the live stream or the first time listening to us on the RSS feeds out there in iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else, uh, assuming that made it there, welcome. We talk about video games, movies, television, random other shit. Make lots of inappropriate penis-related analogies. Sometimes all three of those at the same time. And then we answer questions towards the end of the show for the people that pay us because we're cheap. <laughs> we, we require money to answer questions around here. That's how it works. Get used to it. But before we get started, get the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it was, it was all right. Uh, it was relaxing. I didn't really stream a whole lot. I had some friends, um, that flew in and stayed with us for, since Monday. So just been chilling. Nice. Dropped them off at the airport today. So yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot. Just chilled, hanging with family and friends, relaxed. Awesome. Kind of shitty weather over the last few days, but made it work. That's true. That's true. We, well, I mean, we, we did get, uh, uh, other than the insane heat, we've gotten pretty lucky with weather thus far. Um, you know, don't tell the lawn that, because the lawn's not particularly fucking happy about the weather right now. Uh, the, the lawn is trying desperately not to be scorched uh, all the time. Uh, but yeah, oh, well, that sounds like a pretty good, sounds like a pretty solid week. Uh, be able to hang out with some, uh, some family and friends, always a good time. We, uh, we just kept, uh, plugging away over, uh, at the, the house this week and, uh, continue to chip away at that. We, um, started trying to figure out how we were going to do the back part of the house for the entry, uh, cause we have to clean it up cause it was all deck out there now, but there's uh, out there now, but there's no deck anymore. Uh, and so it's just gravel, uh, and, uh, and spare nails and whatever other, uh, you know, horrible disease ridden objects that are on the ground out there, uh, from, uh, from the deck being there previously. So we've got to come up with, uh, some sort of pathway to kind of get to the stairs there to not, you know, not have it just look like a junkyard back there and, uh, and make it nice and pretty. Cause of course we have to, uh, we have to have the, uh, the city send over over there. Uh, the city send over uh, an inspector at some point. Uh, they've got to look at it and be like, yes, yes, because you paid me $50 to be here. Yes, you are allowed to have occupants in this part of your home that aren't you. Congratulations. Uh, go crazy. That's kind, of, kind, of, kind of where we're at. We're in that last throw. But we can't do that again. Uh, until, and we're still talking, I've been looking around at other, at other vendors, but nobody's got a timeline necessarily shorter than what we've got for windows that we need. So I'm going to call, um, I'm going to, I'm going to email our, our, our friends at Nova windows and, uh, and doors today after the podcast. And if I don't hear back fast enough, then I'm going to walk over there and join our sales guy in person. Like, Hey, how you doing? 
Fancy meeting you here in the office. You know, I've been waiting for you to get back to me. As it appears, you're not so busy right now. How about you sit your ass down? We have a little chat. What the fuck is going on with this order? Instead of ghosting me on your bullshit. So, uh, we could do that because I'm not going to bring the city inspector over until those are in. Because otherwise, it will just they'll just be like, no, it can't. I, I know you told me you've got the order placed and you've got all that, but I can't tell that's so I can't give it to you. You're gonna have to schedule me to come back again. Fuck all that shit. So uh, we'll get we'll make sure that that basement is pristine before that bitch comes over to do its thing. I fucking hate this province sometimes for this for its bullshit though. Like the amount of paperwork this province requires for literally everything is insane. And I don't just mean in terms of, like, the housing, because, yeah, that, that is what I'm talking about right now, but everything. So, like, I'm just, just, like, all the shit for the, the medical professionals who are out of country trying to get in and, like, immediately go to work, and our government's like, oh, we just don't have any doctors or nurses! And there's literally thousands sitting around, stuck in, like, this endless, like, paperwork, loophole, bullshit hell. Uh, and it extends into every fabric, every piece of our, of our province here. We have, like, this incessant need for paperwork. Uh, and, like, nickel and diming everyone. Like, why would it be necessary if the house is already zoned R2 and the home is already, like, all of that paperwork's already done to have somebody come over and be like, yep, it's still R2. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that supposed to be about? Like, why? I don't understand. So anyway, we're in the middle of that. That'll be fun. Uh, and, uh, so we're just trying to get that set up, get the railings replaced, because they're old and falling off, and they'll be like, all oh, the code requires 42-inch rail- So we'll, we'll get all that stuff sorted, and that's where we're in the middle of right now. Actually, today, though, all that aside, because, uh, we have to wait for some gravel and stuff to arrive to be able to do the patio stoning. Uh, the, uh, we started putting some subfloor down today, so that was what we were in the midst of doing. Laying the first few sheets, striking the line, laying the first few sheets to try and avoid all the seams of the existing subfloor and whatnot, and started putting some down, and then, uh, when Dad is away, uh, with Mom next week, I'll just go in there and, and put, like, 2,500 screws into the floor and see, uh, see how far I make it before he gets back. And so that's kind of where we're at. Other than that, just been playing more, more Destiny, having a pretty okay time with Destiny. Tried out the, uh, the game that the whole world tried out yesterday. Tower of Fantasy. Supposed to be a Genshin Impact killer, is what I heard. Of course, I only heard about this game literally 24 hours before it came out. Uh, which is crazy to me because I have tons of people in my social media circle, tons of friends that are all very much into gotcha and those types of games. They play a lot of mobile games and stuff. They'll post about it all the time online. I didn't see a single post ever about this. AO's a community member came into my stream two days ago, day before the launch, said, hey, you should check out Tower of Fantasy. I said, what the fuck is Tower of Fantasy? And he explained to me that, like, it's already got four million, like, pre-registered friggin' accounts and that people just doing character creation the day before launch on Twitch had, like... Uh, like 15,000 on the, uh, in the category, and then yesterday it was like 200 plus thousand people, uh, watches everyone was streaming it, which means lots of people got paid, but everyone was streaming that shit. And so I was like, alright, fine, I'll check it out. Genshin was a, you know, an actually pretty good game. You know, it, it was gotcha, but it was kind of gotcha light. Nothing crazy. I got into this. It is, it is the discount bargain bin dollar store used, abused, poorly imitated, and not approaching Genshin Impact version of Genshin Impact. 
shit's shit's it's shit's mid as fuck. It is nowhere near ready for release. The the buttons like it's not even full controller support yet. So like you have your controller, but you still need your mouse and you still need your keyboard. They don't have like inputs for like twenty five percent of the shit that's in the game. Uh, and even if you do just use your keyboard and, and mouse, all of the UI elements, like a lot of them are like stock images from like the, like the engine that would just provide it. It looks like absolute dog shit. A lot of the other stuff in the environment looks like stock stuff. Uh, the, everything about it is just, is just kind of sus, uh, in a way that, uh, is definitely not going to be a Genshin killer. The positives of it, I guess, before we move on to the gaming news that I can mention, just so I'm not shitting on it too hard, is that the combat is definitely... It definitely has more room for, um, fun and engaging shit than Genshin. Genshin's combat is, like, super one-note and doesn't have, like, any fucking real, um, uh, skill or combo-related thing. This has got skill and combo-related shit, uh, but it doesn't really save it all that much. So, I don't know. I'm sure people will continue to get paid to play it a lot, and because it's huge, there'll be, like, a few people that continue to play it and make YouTube content for it, but... Uh, Genshin Impact is substantially better, which was surprising because this one was made by Perfect World Entertainment, uh, which is before MiHoYo made Genshin to become this mammoth company now. MiHoYo was not nearly as big uh, and as prolific as, as Perfect World, so I was expecting a lot better day one, especially since they already had this game out in China for like nine months. So, uh, whatever, that's my mini review of Tower of Fantasy. It's okay if you want to waste money. And now it's time to talk about video games, Mr. Black Beyond Tower Fantasy. Uh, it appears that the Switch Pro, which we've we've estimated a couple times here, and I was convinced would be out sometime... Uh, at first I thought it was going to come out this year, uh, towards the end of the year. I was pretty certain of that last year. I was looking at the sales, like, yeah, they're doing well, but the, the console is not going to be able to, uh, to keep up with Nintendo first-party games much longer. If they're going to do a Breath of the Wild 2... They probably want a beefier console at this point to be able to power it. Because Breath of the Wild 1, if you haven't played it on the Switch, didn't run all that hot. It was kind of okay. Uh, but a Breath of the Wild 2, if they're going to improve it in any meaningful way in that regard, would have needed a powerful, more powerful console. And then they had the OLED. And then that sold like hotcakes. And then uh, Legend of Zelda just keeps getting further and further away. And so now my guess is the Switch Pro, or whatever they're going to call it, is just going to come out whenever Zelda is ready. So whatever that release date is, assume that the console is probably not far um, on either side of that uh, release. But this is more, uh, this has been more nailed down now to a degree because there was an interview with Nintendo's president uh, where they apparently cited no new hardware for this fiscal year, which ends in March. So you're not going to get anything 2022 or all the way up until March of 2023. And so uh, if you've been like sitting on the fence like, man, I need a Switch. I've been waiting. Try. I don't want to. Yo, know, you're, you're, you're trying not to like hold the proverbial switch bag, where you buy a switch and then like literally two months later, here comes the Switch Pro. A lot of people have been trying to like dance that line for a while now. Well, good news. The line is at least March of 2023. So if you want eight nine months worth of Switch gaming and then you won't give a shit if a new one comes out, there's your answer. There you go. Uh, great news for Tactics fans. Tactics Ogre, uh, Reborn was announced, uh, for release on November 11th. I might have mentioned this before, but I don't know if we had the release date at the time. Uh, so yeah, it's the, uh, the 11th of November. Uh, Tactics Ogre, uh, as far as a franchise goes, or, or an IP goes, is kind of like the, uh, the sister to Final Fantasy Tactics from back in the day. Every, the two games, like, when people say, 
Oh, you know those tactics games, and if they're of the, if they're our age or a little older, the two that they will always reference are Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactics Ogre. As, as, and beyond that, I don't actually hear well really much of anything. So those are kind of the two, and this is the other one. We've had Final Fantasy Tactics kind of get remastered or re-released in various forms. Uh, now we're getting Tactics Ogre on the 11th of November. Uh, oh, and I should also mention, though, that it's not just on the Switch. I should, I should mention that. This is about a, the segue is not entirely for Switch. It's also coming to Steam, PS4, PS5. However, when I went briefly looking for it, I didn't see a release of any kind for the Xbox. For whatever reason. Just fuck you, Xbox. Clearly. Uh, Meta has apparently been testing a new live streaming service. And when I say Meta, I mean Facebook. I refuse to call the, like, actually Meta is the dumbest thing. Uh, Meta has apparently been testing a new live streaming service called Super. How do you feel about that name, Mr. Black? Is it Super? No. Probably not. No. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, for a couple of years now, actually. So this has been under the hood for a couple of years. Uh, and it just recently started having more influencers test it behind closed doors, paying them anywhere from $200 for a half hour uh, to 2000 depending on the size of the influencer. Uh, I don't know where my check is in the mail. I would have uh, at least given that a rip. Probably would have lied about giving a shit, but hey, for 200 bucks, I'll lie. Uh, so yeah, just bringing in more influencers to test it behind closed doors. It will have viewers paying for things like live stream access. I don't know what they mean by that. That was a very vague term that, that sounded either like this is legitimately straight up pay-per-view, uh, or... Or it could just be like anything else. Like it could just be like a, a subscription, like a like a, a like Twitch or YouTube live streaming uh, subscription. Or it could maybe be more akin to YouTube's like on demand stuff, where you know you can set up a subscription model where people get access to uh, videos that aren't available for just the general public on your channel. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of an open ended statement. I'm not exactly sure how they how they intend that to be taken. Uh, as well as, uh, tiered services, I guess, similar, uh, maybe to a Patreon situation where the higher up tiers you go, the more, uh, content or the more access you're getting to the creator. Uh, and the ability, of course, to tip the creator with a hundred percent. So this was the, this is continuing kind of along the lines of their, their gaming live streaming thing that they've been kind of funding heavy handedly here, uh, for quite some time. Uh, with 100% of the tiered revenue and tip revenue going to the creator. Uh, which all I can come up with there is either A, that will be a short-term, couple-of-year incentive to get people in and give a fuck as a creators to join the platform uh, before they'll have to start clawing that back a little bit. Or it just means that perhaps they're taking 100% of ad revenue and saying, all right, guys, we get the ads, you guys get subscriptions, tips, whatever else. And that's how it's going to be. Uh, that would be, I think, one of the first, if not the first, to ever take that kind of an approach. Uh, but it could also just be, like I said, similar to their current live streaming thing with their gaming platform, where they extended that. We talked about that on the podcast, uh, I think, a couple months ago, where they're extending that program of people getting 100% of their subscription uh, revenue and, and whatnot for, uh, as creators for another, I think, year. They extended it for another year. So it could be something like that. Uh, how do you feel about, uh, about that? It's, I know it's very loose, not a lot of, like, crazy detail. Uh, it could just be an evolution of what they've got right now, but they also just shut down their, like, their, apparently their live 
um, like shopping network ass fucking service thing that they had on Facebook uh, for a while. So I don't know if this is like going to be targeting, you know, like the TikTok crowd that just wants to record in, in fucking portrait mode and like they're there to just sell product. Uh, or if this is going to be extended in some other way. Uh, it doesn't seem like they didn't mention the gaming section specifically, so it seems like it might be for influencers not necessarily directly tied into that. Uh, but how do you feel, uh, how do you, how do you feel about, about meta going into the super, Mr. Black? Do you think, do you think that's going to be any more successful than their gaming segment? Bro, I'd love to go back and forth on this, but I just don't give a fuck. I have no idea what it means. Well, I wasn't I looking care. for a back and it's forth. My, I was just yeah, like, it's not my. I, I I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck Facebook is doing. I don't. I don't know who this is for. I don't know. I haven't even heard of a, a food network or whatever you're talking about. I, I don't. I'm not on Facebook. It's very. It's rare. Neither um, am I. I just. I really truly don't care about any of this, and I. I don't even know who they're catering to. I, I, I well, that's it's, that's it's just the, that's ta- just it's hard to even have a conversation about. It, it, you know, I hear the word super, and I'm just you know, <laughs> okay. It's not even the name is kind of non-specific, right? Like you're just, like I, I, and that was kind of what I'm I'm confused about when like they they're finally announcing this thing, but they didn't quite give much detail on who is this for, what like what viewer is this for, what more specifically, what content creator group. Is this for? Is this the? Is this the, like a hybrid YouTube TikTok type uh, community thing? Are we? Are we targeting? Like it's what it sounds like to me. If I had to guess, because they didn't label gaming specifically, and they already have a gaming segment as it is. Uh, my suspicion is that this is kind of targeting influencers in the Instagram sense, influencer where. Everything's a product placement. Everything's a fucking ad sell. And they're doing content specific to that, you know, makeup tutorial people and fucking uh, home, like home, uh, you know, whatever type. Uh, the the people that do like, you know, the um, uh, here's your home tip type shit and your fucking whatever like that. Or selling clothes and whatnot. It has nothing to do with gaming. <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, that's my, that's my best, that's my best guess, but it could also be that they're folding the gaming segment into it, I have no idea, but, because it seemed weird to me yeah, to right. have, like, multiple branded fucking live platforms. I guess we're gonna have to wait and see just what else they fucking let us know about this shit, uh, but for now, know that apparently that's kind of in their wheelhouse, I suppose, whatever that's gonna turn out to be. Uh, fighting game fans have been eating well lately, Mr. Black, and more now, uh, or even more now, can get into the, uh, in on the action as a new Fatal Fury game was announced, uh, to have been greenlit at EVO 2022. There's a ton of shit announced at EVO 2022, and a lot of, uh, a lot of, like, patch updates, and the whole, my whole timeline, all the people that are deep into fighting game community shit are super friggin' jacked about damn near everything. Uh, whether it was, like, the trailer released for, uh, I think it's pronounced, like, Yuri or whatever her name is, that was basically just, like, catering to foot fetishes, uh, or, <laughs> or, uh... Uh, or the, uh, or the update, I think, to the Dragon Ball, I can't I don't know which Dragon Ball Z game it was, but they're, I think they're updating one of them to have, like, rollback, uh, netcode, which is, like, something that everyone wants pretty much all the time, because it's the best way, apparently, for online fighting games to handle desync and lag, versus older, you know, more traditional methods that a lot of the Japanese studios, or a couple of them specifically, refused to let go, let go of, and now apparently some of them are finally saying, fucking fine, okay, 
We'll put rollback in your game, but we're also going to let people choose if they use it. So they're getting there slowly. But yeah, fighting game community pretty jazzed uh, for the last uh, week or so about a lot of the announcements being made. Uh, and that's great. Fighting game community has been uh, been uh, been popping off. Uh, always nice to to have them because sometimes they go through like huge droughts, absolutely dick all for the longest time, and now they're getting uh, a little bit of everything. Feast and famine in the uh, the fighting game community. Uh, and of course, notwithstanding that, what, what the 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 uh, the multiverse fucking fighting game there, Warner Brothers thing, that's still popping off huge. Uh, and, uh, bringing in a bunch of people. Although I did see a hilarious video today, uh, where somebody, I can't remember who it was, it might have been Sonic Fox, actually, that, uh, <laughs> that was showing off, uh, some broken, like, nearly infinite combos for LeBron James. LeBron James gonna be permanently banned at Evo. Get fucked. Uh, in one of the cooler pieces of news this week, Mr. Black... Uh, you might have this game hanging out back there. In fact, I'm almost positive you would. Um, after nearly 30 years, someone has found out that there are more secret modes in Super Punch-Out. So some stuff has been known before in terms of, like, button combo presses at the menu to get some things done. I think there was, like, maybe a sound test menu or some shit, uh, along those lines that you could bring up. However, there are two... Uh, two new ones found recently here that, uh, that are pretty substantial, honestly. Kind of cool. One of the modes allows you to pick any of the opponents in the game to play against in a free singles match. So instead of having to go through the entire run from top to bottom, you put in this code and a screen pops up, select screen, and you literally just select whatever fighter you want to go up against. So if you wanted to just, you know, practice one very much specifically... Uh, you could do that, or if there was a one fight that you really enjoyed, you could uh, you could do that. And then, way more interesting to me and kind of cool uh, is that an extension of that mode, another button press combo, uh, unlocks the ability for the second controller plugged into the console to play as that fighter. So you could technically have PvP in Super Punch Out, couch uh, you know couch one on one. And the, the crazier thing is, of course, is that each one of those fighters have their own set of attacks and shit. And all of them are are mapped to the controller. Of course, people are going to have to, like, uh, figure out filling out the Wikipedia page or whatever for the game about, like, what each fighter's moveset is with the button presses if you're going to play as that fighter. Uh, but yeah, you could technically have, you know, a uh, little Mac and one controller and then some poor fuck, uh, you know, play as Glass Joe and just be, be, you know, play, play against each other one-on-one, uh, -on -one, which is a very, uh, a very cool thing. And kind of makes me wonder... What the story is behind putting or leaving that in uh, the game if it was just for them to test things out specifically before the game's launch and it was just left in and never disabled? Or if maybe they were actually considering at some point making that publicly more publicly known and it just never happened? Or perhaps even it was going to be an actual mode that just never made it into the game where you were going to be able to play against... Uh, play against a friend on, on the couch and they just ended up not uh, implementing it but I thought that was pretty cool it's not very often that you get to have uh, stuff like that discovered especially since I don't think I don't I didn't I, I didn't see that this was the case but I don't think it was necessarily found like via like a data mining situation or like reverse engineering the game I think it, I don't know how they discovered it but either way pretty fucking neato do you got super punch out back there I think you do probably more than one copy I only have one. Oh, okay you're selling all the other ones how how much does a super punch out go for these days? It's like thirty bucks. It's not that much. Okay. 
It's not, it's not terrible. You know, Thirty to thirty dollars, not bad, not bad. Especially when you go to like a, a garage sale and some eighty-year-old woman cleaning out her fucking like son's thing. You're like, I'll give you three dollars. Wow, that's three times more than I was willing to sell this for. Yeah, I'll take it for three dollars. Ten extra money. Yep. Big dubs all around. Uh, I've been seeing Hallie, Hallie show up, will show up my stream and he'll call, he'll just like, he'll show me like his latest haul or some shit and he'll tell me about just how fleeced, he'll like, he's just fleecing the fuck out of people out west, bro. They're out, they have no idea what they're doing. Some of the shit that he's got in the last like month or two has been mind boggling and people are just like, oh, I'll just give it to you for a dollar. And you know, it's yeah. cr- just like you. I think he learned some of this from you. You both, of you guys, fleece these poor fuckers. Even when they give you a crazy deal right off the rip, you still undercut them. You can't let negotiate. them win. Got to negotiate. <laughs> got to do it. It's like this guy coming up five dollars, and, and and Hallie be like, "I'll give you three. Shit's crazy, bro. Great, and then go online, sell on eBay like the same day, three hundred dollars. <laughs> living the dream um <laughs> well where was i here uh the crypto crash and nvidia's aggressive supplying of mining cards uh for the uh, many of these uh, companies that were specifically mining uh crypto in general has unfortunately caused a minor dip in nvidia's quarter two projections for earnings mr black and when i say minor what i actually mean is a cataclysmic drop off in a mariana's trench that bitch is down one point four billion dollars for a quarter that's not the year that's the, and that's their projections which means that whatever they whatever they thought they were really shooting high they looked at all these mining companies buying endlessly buying cards fuck the regular market we're selling all this shit like wholesale to like every mining company and now who's holding the bag nvidia and a bunch of retailers so nvidia is holding a 1.4 billion dollar uh bag and then all these retailers that bought up a bunch of this stock now have all these surplus cards that nobody's buying. They're just sitting on inventory, and inventory costs suck. You do not want to be sitting on inventory for long periods of time. And so you know what's happening is everyone's come up with these weird and wacky and wonderful ways to try and sell this shit now. In fact, the best one that I've seen, uh, and uh, so far it was Newegg. So Newegg, uh, and I watched this via, this is, this is via uh, Gamers Nexus did a little piece on this. I can't remember the name of the website, but they literally made a new website specifically for selling graphics cards, filling the whole thing out with like these bar charts and shit that, by the way, completely fabricated numbers, making shit up on the fly, trying to push people into certain stock of graphics cards. And then when you click on it, it doesn't even stay on that shit. It literally just takes you to a new egg page of the fucking graphics card. It, it's like they described it. It's, it's kind of like those auto generated websites that are affiliate links for like everything. And the only reason that you know it's not is because at the bottom, it's literally their fucking copyright at the bottom. Newegg circa like 2002 to 2022. And so they're trying anything and everything that they can to get rid of these cards. And rightfully so. Uh, and to get, put a little bit more of a, of a, of a, of a point on this, only about two or three months ago, a 3090 Ti in the U.S. Uh, was like more than seven or eight hundred dollars more than it costs right now. So in two months, nothing else changing. Eight hundred dollar discount 
on a 3090 Ti, bringing it down to like, I think it's now 1199 or 1299 US. And originally, back in like the peak times, it was out, there was, some of those cards were selling for like three grand. And so it's tanked into no man's land. They're like, they're selling now brand new 3090 Ti's for what people were paying for like a 3070 like nine months ago to a year ago fucking crazy so whole market is fucked nvidia is holding back the 40,000 or the 4,000 series cards because they're trying to get rid of the 3,000 series stock that they already have and now they're going to their if you read the uh, their statement on their 1.4 billion dollar loss they're going to they go to the shareholders like guys look i know this looks bad because it is bad but look hear me out we're going to make some internal price adjustments to make up for this so just be wary there's a good shot NVIDIA cards might not stay this cheap for very long because NVIDIA themselves, when they're selling it to retailers, are going to be getting a little bit of a markup so that they can at least partially dig themselves out of the hole that they dug themselves in the, uh, in the first place. So, fucking gong show. I knew it was bad. I didn't think a quarter two earnings miss of $1.4 billion was going to happen. Uh, but also, fuck them. They, they made that bed. Now they can lie in it. Get fucked. Um, Microsoft is reportedly preparing to roll out a bunch of new Xbox Cloud games, including Elden Ring, Grand Theft Auto V, and Red Dead Redemption 2. So that's not specifically to say uh, that it's on the Game Pass, but for their cloud gaming portion, the one that you're just streaming to devices, whether it's your phone, uh, could be your computer if you want it to be, console, TV, whatever, what have you. Uh, However... There is a chance that if it's there, some of those games possibly could also be coming to Game Pass. And so now there's a big debate on whether or not people are thinking that Microsoft has managed to get their hands on something like Elden Ring to go to the Game Pass, which I think could be, you know, doesn't have to be said, but to say would be a pretty neato game to end up on the service. That would be huge. Uh, and so uh, that's that's coming one way or the other, I guess, to the, the streaming service. But it is going to be part of Game Pass to a degree, because they are also, in the not-too-distant future, they announced they're folding in the uh, the streaming service to Game Pass Ultimate. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you get access to the cloud streaming anyway. So technically, it's kind of part of Game Pass without literally being part of Game Pass, but for all we know, they could also have signed some sort of licensing deal to get it properly on the Game Pass. So you're not just streaming it, but you can download it like any other Game Pass game and, and, play, it, uh, and play it normally. Uh, on your on your PC or console. In relation to this, an interesting piece of news came up, Mr. Black, this week. Uh, that a filing in Brazil, of all places, I don't know how somebody dug that shit up, probably easier to dig up in Brazil, I guess, than somewhere else, but a filing in Brazil by Microsoft uh, to the regulatory bodies there uh, claimed that, and this is a quote uh, from that document, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. And, and this is the next quote, Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. That's a pretty hefty thing to have in a fucking court filing uh, that, uh, uh, that they would be willing to, to mention anywhere. Um, it wouldn't shock me if that was the case. Uh, we already know, like anything, that there are timed exclusives and things of that nature that would just stop a game reaching some other uh, console for either a period of time or permanently, depending on how that license 
uh, or that contract is, uh, is, is filled out. It wouldn't shock me, but at the same time, the implications of this, like, or, or would be where, where, like, what games are they blocking? And if it's, and, and depending on what games, clearly it they have to be some games that Microsoft are very interested in to file it with a regulatory body to say, hey, this is, I guess their idea is that this is anti-competitive behavior, uh, to be outright signing stuff to, to block going to a, a service like Game Pass. Um, because maybe it's possible that the developers want to take it to Game Pass, but Sony's previous contracts with them are now worded in such a way, perhaps, that they're not able to to put the game on the on the service, vice versa. And I'm sure Microsoft's done some shit like this to Sony in the past, too. They're probably fucking each other as many ways as they can, because that's just kind of how all this shit works. I just found it kind of interesting that they specifically said, in document, that Sony pays for blocking rights. That is a very specific sentence. That's not like them hinting, like, oh, maybe Sony's got some backdoor shit, you know, stopping stuff from making it to the game bet. They're literally just saying outright, Sony pays for this shit to not make it to Game Pass. Uh, and so I would love to see how that story develops and see if we ever find out maybe what games they're referencing or to what degree Sony is getting involved in blocking some of this shit. Uh, because, uh, that would definitely make it interesting, especially now that Sony has their own service similar to Game Pass. Clearly, Sony is going to want some games that are more or less exclusive to their service, and not just allow, uh, kind of like a, I guess like a Netflix situation. Like, there's some stuff on Netflix that Netflix probably has licensed to specifically that they haven't produced themselves that aren't allowed to be put on other platforms. Uh, and I guess this is kind of where the streaming service shit for games is also going to be headed, where, uh, where people are going to be fighting over properties to get, uh, their stuff put on, uh, uh, put on their, their services one way or the other. I think this is also possibly just Sony, like, oh my god, uh, Call of Duty is sort of kind of going away, and also we lost Elder Scrolls and everything out of Bethesda, where, where do we draw a line? <laughs> where, where do we stop the bleeding? We have to do something! What do you, by the way, here's a question for you just to get you involved because I don't want you to fall asleep at the wheel. You have to sell out here soon. I have to wake you up before you sell out. I'm awake. What do you think? What trying. do you think? Uh, what do you think? Because I know I'll put you to sleep with some of this talk. What do you, what do you think? Um, what do you think is the, is the bigger loss for Sony as a platform? Even so, Call of Duty, even though Call of Duty is still going to be allowed on PlayStation, there is obviously going to be certain content that will be exclusive now to Microsoft's platforms, otherwise you wouldn't spend $70 billion to buy out Activision Blizzard. So do you think Call of Duty and that deal, even though it's technically still kind of going to be on the, the PlayStation you're capable of, do you think that hurts them more, or do you think that losing uh, Bethesda's properties entirely, as in they're not going to be on PlayStation, which do you think hurts them, hurts them more? A semi-loss on a property the size of Call of Duty, or a full loss... Uh, on the Bethesda front for things like Elder Scrolls and and possibly something like Fallout. Um, probably the probably the Bethesda thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, probably the Bethesda thing. I mean, there's a lot of people that play Bethesda games. A lot. True. Um, whether you know, I know you know we like to shit on Bethesda, but they, they sell games. Of, they sell games, <laughs> and they also have games that can be replayed a lot. True. Um, you know, Bethesda games were kind of like 
on Netflix, like watching friends, you know, it's like, um, yeah, it's old, but it's got a cult following. You can always kind of go back and play it. It makes you feel good. Um, so that probably hurts, that probably hurts them more, um, in the long run. You know, people, people that have a PlayStation are, are going to play Call of Duty on PlayStation regardless. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it's not like everybody has to buy an Xbox in order to play Call of Duty. Um, if that was the case, then yeah, fuck. I mean, <laughs> you know, it'd be, that'd be a big hit. I still think it'll be temporary. Mm. I think that I think that it's only going to be a matter of time. It might take a couple of years, and you'll see Call of Duty just strictly on Game Pass. Um, but once so you again, think the, I, so you think they go that route instead of like let's say have specific content that's only available on the Microsoft series of platforms, but then leave the base game or whatever on PlayStation, kind of as like a thing where like, hey, yeah, you can play it over there. But this is where you get the full Call of Duty uh, experience. Because I think we've talked about this, well, we definitely talked about this before, where you say Call of Duty is one of those games where it's like, you're buying it for the platform wherever your friends are buying yeah. it for the platform. So does yeah. Microsoft kind of leave it available everywhere to like maximize their gains in that regard, but then incentivize so that when your friends move, you're like, oh, fuck, well, and Game Pass is already a pretty neato deal. Maybe I should just join my friends over there do you think they hedge it or do you really think they're gonna in like three four years just say fuck it game pass only no playstation because there's I positives and negatives to both of those yeah moves, i think right? it depends i think it depends i think it depends on how things are going um it depends on how much money they can make and how much money they do make having games on sony mm. um or how so much they like a, a, so they need like a probationary period to figure out what they're going to still make while, while it's yeah. on Sony. I, I think so. I think it, it. I think it's just one of those things where they're just going to have to play it by ear and see how this thing goes. And if it, trust me, if it, if 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 it makes more money, they're going to do gonna it. It's going to stay there. <laughs> it's going to stay there. If it doesn't make as much, then it, it won't. It, it's just one of those things where you're going to find out. Um, they're gonna they're gonna see how well it does and 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 kind of go from there. I mean, that's what I would do. Um, do you think if that's the case, if we're and this is just us having fun, just imagining the possibilities of the future now? Call of Duty, as we've discussed as well recently, with the failure of Battlefield, and I mean, if that's a failure with a capital F. I don't know if you get a bigger F than Battlefield's fail. Uh, I mean, I guess the competing F is Halo Infinite. Uh, they're they're battling it out for bigger F. Um, so, but those are kind of like, cause Fortnite's its own thing. It's in its own nebula. Like I, I think of Fortnite now as like Nintendo of the shooter world. They aren't like the, the live service world. Nothing touches Fortnite. Fortnite just exists. And then everyone else is like down doing whatever the fuck else is below them. So in the big three, if the big three was going to be like a call of duty, a battlefield, a halo in terms of the live service games that aren't Fortnite moving, moving forward, uh, in that space, because again, Valorant doesn't take up the same space as like a Call of Duty, for example. Do you think if Call of Duty went exclusively to a Microsoft platform like that, that maybe the upshot to that would be that Sony might feel like they have to actually invest to make a competing product at that point to have a killer app shooter on their platform? Do you think that it would end up 
in the long term, like five, six years from now, resulting in like maybe Sony trying to bring a kill zone or something else back out of the out of the vault to try and compete with a live server shooter? Or do you think they just cut their losses and just accept the fact that they don't have anything on their platform other than Fortnite just being there to compete with uh, with Xbox's now ownership of Call of Duty? Yeah, I don't I don't foresee it. Um, uh, what did you say? Kill zone? Well, like, I'm I mean, just using it as an example because yeah. that's like an existing IP that they had that was well-received. Like, just something yeah. to bring back to, like, have a killer app shooter on yeah. their platform because if they lose Call of Duty, they don't really have any other killer... They don't have they don't have Halo. Not that Halo's fucking killing it for Microsoft, but, like, Killzone was kind of yeah. their Halo. And so, you know, I, I just used it as an example for that reason, but... Uh, but maybe that's because so, like SOCOM doesn't really yeah, like, exist anymore. Titanfall or something, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, crazy. yeah. Are, oh, they're gonna be the ones to go to EA and be like, "All right, guys, I know you're focusing on Apex, but we need a Titanfall. We need a Titanfall I mean, maybe, over here. Maybe it's Apex. Maybe Apex goes. Who knows? Yep. Right? I mean, it's possible. I, I, I don't know. Uh, just thinking of a world where Call of Duty isn't on Sony is kind of crazy. It is kind of um, crazy, isn't it? it? And the thing is, it's possible that it can happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know what kind of contracts have been signed, what kind of things are going on in the background. Like how long um, those contracts kind of go out. Yeah, like we don't, I, I have no idea. Um, Sony kind of needs Call of Duty. Uh, so they'll probably do anything and everything to make it so that it doesn't exclusively go to Xbox. But if Xbox owns the rights, um, eventually the those contracts do? run out. Yeah, what the fuck are you gonna do, right? <laughs> I think I think what's I think probably worst case if Xbox decides it's all going on Game Pass, everybody needs Game Pass. I mean, they're gonna piss off a lot of people that like Call of Duty from Sony because now they gotta go and buy Game Pass. They gotta go get an Xbox if they prefer to play it on console. Um, they're not gonna be happy about it. They'll do it because they're addicted to Call of Duty. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, hey, the price of food is going up. You need to eat. So <laughs> you should probably go and, and do this. You're going to, you know, you're going to be salty while you're doing it, but you're going to do it. And then after you eat it for a while, you're going to just forget that you've you've gotten fucked and you're just going to move on with your life because you and your friends got to go over there and play it. Um, also, it might even be a cool play where, you know, say you're in the workplace and... You know, Joe, Bob, and Ron are all playing Call of Duty on Xbox, and Susie, Jimmy, and Bobby are playing it on PlayStation. <laughs> These are all great names for Call of Duty players, by the right. way. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> and then Microsoft goes, hey, guess what? This next Call of Duty is going to be exclusively on Game Pass. Well... I forget the, the the three names that I came up with there. Susie's in there for and, sure. And Bob or whatever I said. <laughs> you know, uh, they're going to be forced to go and buy an Xbox if they want to continue to play. Yeah. Um, the, the, the other flip side of that is, is now they no longer have to worry about, well, these three play over here and these three play over here. Now the whole workforce is playing together. No matter, no matter what. Right? So it's like you're salty in the beginning, but then you realize like, oh shit, because everybody's got friends that own sort oh, of yeah. one or the other. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just how it is. Like, my buddy Wayne, he plays his on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a couple of friends that played on the Xbox. And to just then all play suddenly together, you'll pretty you'll forget pretty quickly. I just kind of got strong-armed into going to buy all the shit. And then you realize, like, oh, wait, I got Game Pass. I got all these other games, too. Like, this isn't just Call of Duty anymore. It's like, I, I made this purchase, but holy fuck. Uh, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think super worst case scenario. Hmm. If Sony's this desperate, Sony will pay an astronomical amount of money <laughs> to Microsoft to keep the game on Sony. So they will pay a fucking hefty fee to have that. And in a way, as long as that that money that they're making off Sony, which I think is the route that it'll end up going eventually, it, it, is it will offset the money that they will lose from people coming over and you don't have to piss off everybody and you look like a savior because you played ball and you're all about the games no matter what, even if it isn't on their platform and you look like the good guy. And everybody's happy. People can still continue to play over there. The ones that want to jump ship and get more value with Game Pass can. Sony still has the game on the on the platform. They're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars off a deal. Uh, maybe billions of dollars off a deal. Um, and they're going to make their money regardless. So they just win. I think they just win regardless. I, But if it, trust me, if it makes a fuck ton of money, they will remove it. If they if they legally able to do it, but I think Sony will end up forking out something to keep it on. Long story short. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably the way it would it would go. And 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 like you mentioned there, it it plays into Microsoft's narrative of we want as many people to play games on wherever the fuck they want to play them, et cetera, et cetera. And and like Phil Spencer's idea of we're gonna do that, but we're just gonna try and make our offering so fucking irresistible that yeah, you can play it somewhere else. But why would you play it there when you can come over here and get all this other shit alongside of it for basically less money? Mm. Uh, and so I think that's probably, I, I would agree that's probably the direction it is likely to go. And But what will also be interesting moving forward in the numbers that came out, I can't remember them specifically, but Call of Duty is down bad right now. They've lost, a, they're hemorrhaging players, like in the millions, uh, currently. Um, the current version of Warzone is killing them uh not very many people like it a lot of people are just kind of begrudgingly playing it and millions of people have stopped playing because they're just not happy with it uh and i think a lot of it as far as i can tell the the general consensus that i've seen tends to be uh less about the the usual oh this game's broken or whatever the fuck and it's more about the fact that it seems like the majority the vast majority clearly of the call of duty community um is interested not in World War II anymore. They just want modern, modern weaponry, modern guns. Yeah, they mean, don't play it not, out, man. It's played not, out. They don't want Call of Duty to go back again and dip back into the into the World War II well. Uh, and so that seems maybe 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 they'll maybe the the series will distance themselves from that at this point uh, and uh, and and keep it away or 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 stick to like campaign only related stuff and then just leave the guns as is. Or something along those lines, but either way, yeah, they, they are in a bit of a of a pickle right now, and uh, and and they have to find a way to clamber back some of those uh, some of those players. Um, oh my goodness, where where are we now? 
Right uh, break. <laughs> almost. I have two, two very, uh, one, one, one left here that I skipped over that's very, very quick. So despite having a couple of decent games thus far, Netflix's experimental foray into games on their platform and mobile hasn't had uh, much traction so far. It's been reported that around 1% of their 200 million users uh, has even tried the games as of yet. Now, if you put that in perspective, that's still 2 million people. That's still not, you know, it's not zero people. Uh, but, you know, in, ter- in terms of percentage... They obviously want to get those numbers up. Um, and uh, But yeah, I, I, now I know M has tried some of the stuff. And honestly, a couple of the games, not many, but a couple of them aren't complete dog shit. They're actually kind of like halfway decent fun games uh, that have done relatively well for the, you know, I'm guessing 2 million people that have, that have uh, dipped their toes into it. Uh, they have come out, Netflix uh, came out and said, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's not great, but at the same time, we're still spitballing here. We're trying to figure out what games people are interested in with the ultimate goal that they still have of creating, I guess the, the, the headline for them is creating compelling games based on the properties that people watch on Netflix and want to play because they watch them on Netflix. Like that's their ultimate goal. And so they're just kind of like getting, getting into the groove of it. Uh, we'll have to wait and uh, wait and see. But like I said, there's actually a couple like halfway decent, you don't pay for them. They're just kind of there. If you have Netflix, you just... You got some games to to, to play, uh, and uh, definitely not you know all of them not uh, not terrible. But yeah, one percent's a little rough. They'll get there, I'm sure, or they'll can it. We'll find out later on. Just like Stadia, Mister Black, you know what? We're not canon. The sellout section. We need that. Hit mm. me up with that sellout. Patreon.com/slash/lagtv. Head on over there. Support the podcast. Keep it going. Uh, if you can't afford to do that, that's okay. Uh, like the podcast. Share it. Do all that stuff. Uh, I'm not even sure that stuff matters anymore, but just do, do it, it anyway because anyway, it makes you feel good. <laughs> um, and or you know it does. You know it does count. Getting a subscription to NordVPN. This yeah, does, does indeed, help, and this does, does matter. Which means if you head on over to www.nordvpn.com/slash/ott and use that promo code OTT, you get a massive discount plus a bonus month and. You stay anonymous. You stay safe when you're on the internet. Whether you're at home, whether you're traveling, friend's house, Starbucks, you can use it on your phone, your laptop, anywhere, at any time, 24-7, and up to six simultaneous devices. So if you're that guy or gal that's got, like, a Mac, an iPad, an iPhone, an i-whatever, an iTV, anything. Can hook them all up at once using your NordVPN. So head on over there. <laughs> NordVPN.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT, guys, and help support the podcast. It's 2022. You want to watch a different region of Netflix? You can do that with NordVPN. You want to watch different regions of other streaming services? You can do that with NordVPN. Just like in the the Sony Microsoft licensing <laughs> wars that are out there. Maybe uh, at some point, video games, you might only be able to play Call of Duty in Canada. Can't play it in the US. NordVPN <laughs> can fix that by masking your IP. <laughs> can do that right now in different games. I mean, there's certain regions that people like to play on that they can't actually play on. You can do that with NordVPN. So head on over there support that's it 
30 day money back guarantee as well. <laughs> don't forget that. Don't forget that. Try it out. Don't like it. For whatever reason, get your money back. 30 days. It's 30 days. Been using it forever. I use my NordVPN daily. Every hmm. day. It's on. When I'm downloading some stuff, and I don't want my ISP to find out, <laughs> you know what I do? I use NordVPN straight up. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You can too. It's true. You can do it. Mr. Black, it's time for Movies and TV. Uh, after seeing Ric Flair borderline have his soul leave his body in the last match, and I put last match in quotation marks because I still don't believe it. Uh, recently, it appears that Diamond Dallas Page likes the idea and might be setting up a last match of his own. I can't remember uh, the wrestler that they have, uh, I believe, booked for this. Uh, but I do have here to, to say, now, I suspect that it will be slightly more lively, given the conditioning of one Diamond Dallas Page versus one Ric Flair. So, slightly more movement, a little bit more cardio, maybe even a high spot or two. Uh, DDP did do an off-the-turnbuckle, outside-the-ring jump not all that long ago. He's still capable. He might be sore for a few weeks afterwards, but he's still willing and able to do the, do the, uh, the high spots. So I think that uh, this one might be a little bit more compelling <laughs> to watch than Ric Flair basically pass out in the ring trying to do the figure four leg lock. Uh, and I'll definitely be interested in checking it out should, uh, should it happen. This makes more, way more sense. Better do it now than when he's 75 years old and literally cannot fucking walk around the ring. Much better choice. Uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Maybe I'm wrong. And he just blows a fucking hammy, run into the ring, and the whole fucking like, event falls apart. We'll have to wait and see. There's no, there's no time or anything on that yet. It's just kind of like quasi been announced right after, you know, not long after Ric Flair did, did, uh, did his last, uh, last dealio, uh, that, uh, that they're considering doing something along those lines. Uh, Keanu Reeves is making his US TV series debut, Mr. Black. The, uh, the Keanu-verse expands once more. Uh, he's set to star in the serial killer story called, uh, excuse me. Devil in the White City, the series, which is based on a book, is set for a uh, Hulu release with Reeves starring and having an executive producer role. Uh, other names attached to this project are Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo, who bought this, uh, the rights to do something with this property, apparently back in like 2010, he had originally had planned to do something with it, uh, and then that didn't pan out, then there, then Hulu, I guess swooped in sometime in like 2019 or something to do uh to do something along those uh these lines here it's going to be an eight uh an eight episode series at least that's the plan currently and the release date is planned for 2024 that's a pretty decent trio of names to have attached to any property uh keanu reeves martin scorsese and uh and leo dicaprio that's a it's a pretty hot trio uh, and, uh, I'll definitely find a way of watching it with NordVPN.com slash OTT. There you go. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's movie run isn't done yet, as Sonic 3 has also been announced to be coming to theaters in, uh, December, so December 20th of 2024. I don't know if they've got a Shadow the Hedgehog, uh, casted yet. Um, I saw something that looked like a meme 
that said Christian Bale was going to. I don't know if that's real or a meme. The internet confuses me these days. I don't, I don't know uh, which, which one that is. But you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Okay, Christian Bale. Shout out the hedgehog. I'll campaign for it. We already got Idris Elba's fucking knuckles. Why not? Get him in. Question I- is, will Jim Carrey return? <laughs> That's the question. He, he's, he's he retired. He t- he did. He said he retired unless a really good script came along. Uh, do you think Sonic the Hedgehog three is a really good script for Jim Carrey to come back? No, but <laughs> there could be a really good paycheck. So, uh, how much money did did two make? Do we have the final a number? A, a lot. lot. Yeah. Really? Like over four hundred million. Holy shit! Yeah, these Sonic movies print money. So. Which, that's a sentence I don't think anyone ever thought would ever be uttered. These Sonic movies print money. Don't think that was ever going to be something that, uh, that I would hear somebody say, they, but here we are. They'll get a, they'll get a third, they'll get a third uh, a movie. Jim Carrey will probably show up because they're going to pay him. They might lessen his role, you know? But they'll still um, pay him a lot of money. Oh, they're going to pay him probably $20, 30000000 million. They, they just will. Can you explain uh, to me how Sonic the Hedgehog movies got to be this kids, good instead that where Resident Evil, which seems yeah, like right. a way easier fucking franchise to make a blockbuster out of? No, nah, it's not it's not about being a blockbuster. This movie's for kids. This isn't like a huge um production that you and I are running out to theater to watch. This is I mean, I went to go see the the first one theater. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean it's 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 not meant for it's not us. meant for us no it's, but, i know. mean we can go and enjoy it yes uh, yeah, yeah. but these yeah. The, this the kids man the kids movies just print and uh it's sonic you know um once they do a third they'll probably do like a series or something i would imagine but yeah we'll see. i yeah hey fucking why not the games aren't doing it but no. the movies are yep uh that's all i've got in this did you do anything else pop up on your side i am am okay talk to M about f boy island okay okay so i do have i'm I'm on your plex now i know i have it i I know i'm there so she said okay fine not right now but she is committing to watch it she said she just said not right now because she has some other stuff that she's more interested in watching but she said specifically said tell jeff he can sleep i will watch it just not right now We've got, uh, you know, right. she's got other things that she she wants to to watch in her downtime. But she said, "Fine, I'll watch it. It sounds terrible, but tell Jeff if it'll make him sleep. I'll watch. I'll watch F Boy Island. So that's, right. that's where we're at. But I've got it. I got it. The the Plex thing worked. Got you all set up. So uh, we are ready when the day comes. She said she's going to look at me. and She's going to say, "Okay, uh, where's the Let's alcohol? It. And it's not and even that. <laughs> I don't even think the series is that long. It's only like." Maybe eight episodes or something. It's not like a massive undertaking. No. So. No. Yeah, it's it's a show that you can finish in like three or four days. <laughs> I just I just totally fucking memed myself here. I just been playing around with this marker, and the top came off. Yeah, fuck. And now it's trying to embed itself onto my desk. No. No. Not like this. Not like this. All right, that's fine. We're okay. Crisis averted. Uh, okay. Well, that's it. Yeah, I, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't really uh, watch anything. M's still been on night shift. She's only just now 
uh, switching over to a random, uh, a random double pay morning shift because they have no nurses. So, uh, so yeah, when she's usually on nights, we never get a chance to, uh, uh, to watch much. So eventually we'll get around to it. And I'm, 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 I'm probably, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm excited to watch Fuckboy Island, but the title is still enough to make me want to watch Fuckboy oh, you're Island. Gonna just, you're gonna love it, bro. Just the title alone is, uh, it. is it. Uh, okay, well, with, with that incredibly lengthy, uh, 50-minute opening se- two segments, it's time to now dump ourselves directly into... Tech support. Patreon.com slash TV is the place to go if you want to financially support the podcast, many of you should and want to, and I don't know, sell a limb. Do something. It's tough out here. Each and every week, post something up on the Patreon page. Posts called tech support. And for $10 more a month, you get a couple of things. Chiefly, you can ask us questions on said post. And we answer them. Uh, or as many of them as we can in the time that we have. Which, great news today for the five people out of the usual, like, 11 to 15... You're shortlisted. We're probably going to be able to answer every single one of these bad boys today. Congratulations. You won the lottery. Go buy a ticket. Uh, let's see here. Roran says, hey guys, happy to see you again. Just got a puppy. Said uh, specifically a Labrador Border Collie mix. What? Uh, that's a hell of a mix. Uh, just curious, what is your favorite type of animal? Are you a cat person, dog person, or something else? Dog. Despite having, uh, or had have uh, two cats, dog person. Was that just because, like, you did the cat route because you couldn't have a dog in the apartment yeah, at the we, time? Yeah, we couldn't have dogs in the apartment, so we ended up getting mm. cat, and then we felt bad because the cat was by himself, so we got another cat. <laughs> and then the moment we got a house, the same year we went and got a dog. Got a dog? So now we have one cat, one dog. So cat I won't dog. ever get any more. I won't get any more cats ever. I'd probably get another dog but I would never mm. get another cat. And I'd only want one dog at a time, so. Yeah, two dogs is two dogs a lot. That's, yeah. that's a lot. You really, you really got to be ready to commit to that life uh, yeah. if you pick up a second dog. Two cats is kind of whatever. They kind of keep, they, they kind of entertain themselves, take care of themselves. It's whatever. Two dogs, that's a lot more work. Uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm either. Like, I'm okay with either. I think I'd probably lean towards uh, having a dog at some point in the future, but like, I would, I would be fine with a cat. The only thing about a cat that like for me is I have to have somewhere in the house to put that litter box where it's easily managed and not going to be a battle to fucking keep the, the smell down. Uh, the stuff that I used when, uh, you know, when we had Gaby's, uh, cat with us did a really good job of keeping the, the scent down. Didn't really, uh, escape the room we had it in, in the same washroom that we used and we like it was never a problem uh but uh but yeah that's definitely the the bigger thing and and cats the only other thing about cats is that they're that the it's so much more important to like be able to figure out what kind of a temperament the cat is because they're so much harder to train like you like you can unless you're the cat whisperer it is difficult to train a cat and they are going to do shit consistently, not once in a while, but consistently that you do not want them to do. And they're not going to fucking care if you're upset about it, like at all. Like there is a no, they are not like, so unless that, like you have a very specific temperament cat, it can be very challenging to train them. 
much more so than a dog, uh, at the very least. And so, uh, you know, you have to, you have to kind of be prepared for that, uh, that kind of a scenario. And so, yeah, for me, I think I both, I'm fine with both. I love them both. I'm very happy to, to spend time with either, but personally, I'd probably end up with some sort of, uh, some sort of dog. Uh, Danish Devil says, my son, who is two and a half years old, thankfully didn't pick up any of the sailor speak from hanging out with the boys last weekend, but we got on Warzone this week and he did pick up a a one term that daddy said and walked around the house screaming, incel, incel. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Incel, incel, for all to hear, what's the funniest thing Kai has uh, repeated uh, or that you've heard uh, any kids say. So has Kai, um, has Kai picked up any yeah. random? Oh, oh yeah, Kai. Kai knows all. I mean, Kayla and I both have potty mouths, right? Of course, yeah. we tell him, you know, don't say it's a bad word, <laughs> and um, then turn around and say it like three seconds yeah, later. Yeah, I mean, he's not like he's. Sometimes he'll say it, um, and, he, and uh, sometimes he'll just say it, um, and actually mean it, um. And not really realize what he's saying because we use it on the regular, right? And we'll tell him, like, don't do that. And then sometimes he'll say it again just because he knows he's not supposed to. But uh, yesterday, um, oh, it was the day before yesterday, um, he said, uh, I don't know where this came from. I mean, he's been watching a lot of, um, a lot more YouTube. Um, like, he, he's gone through phases. And then now he's really into watching kids on YouTube. Um play and you know do you know it's just shitty kids content and some of the kids (laughs) some of the kids are kind of bad um and so he's picking up on some of the stuff um Uh and so now we're now we've cut off a couple of channels that he can and cannot watch but anyway the uh was it yesterday or the day before yesterday i uh i I went and grabbed a little a few cheesies and um you know we buy cheesies we buy cheesies for him and um, as of late, I've been kind of eating a little bit more and kind of uh, testing out my stomach a little bit. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll have a few chips or cheesies or whatever. So I'm eating them. And he can hear the bag coming out of the pantry. And so he'll run over. He's like, he like, you know, like a fucking dog? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, well, and he knows because he knows I'm going after his food, right? And he's going, dad, what are you doing? I was like, I'm having a couple of cheesies. <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, don't you eat all my cheesies or I'll beat your ass. And I said, <laughs> what? Whoa. I, what? <laughs> I said, what? I mean, it caught me off guard. So, I mean, I kind of laughed. I'm like, what? What did you say? He said, get up. Don't eat my cheesies or I'll beat your ass. <laughs> Where are you learning this from, boy? Right? And he didn't. Oh and he said God. it. And he kind of said it in a... Um, he said it in a joking way. It wasn't like he was angry and he was like, I'm going to beat your ass. But he kind of said it with a smile on his face. So anyway, I was like, oh, whoa. You don't whoa, talk back to me like up that, the fun boy. Bus. What the fuck, right? What are you doing, right? Um, <laughs> That's so, like yeah. one of those times where, like, you know you have to correct it so you can't laugh. Oh, I laugh. But you but you want, but, like, the whole time you're like, you 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 need to, like, just die of laughter. Because how, how else are you supposed to respond? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, you know, it, it, to... and, and we all were, we were all like, <laughs> <laughs> what the? So, yeah, I was definitely stunlocked for sure. I couldn't, uh, you know, he didn't, he's never said anything like that before. Like, uh, not, not, not like that. So, anyway. Damn YouTube my... coming for the kids. That's what, that's it. He's learning from them damn YouTube channels. Ah. <sighs> yeah. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of like what I've heard. Uh, like crazy, stupid things I've heard kids say. Um, I don't think there's ever been anything like that. But like, you'll just like, I, so there's nothing like really specifically funny in that regard. It's just um. It's just like, uh, you know, a young, it's like the usual young kids that are just cursing, like just, yeah. and you don't expect to hear that word come out of that tiny person's mouth yeah. with such conviction, uh, like, and like be serious about when they say it. But you know, it's yeah. like the people, like the people of Walmart. So you, I'm at Walmart and I'm in the, uh, at the time I was at the aisle because I was a 30 year old degenerate buying Pokemon cards and there were kids, uh, young kids with, uh, this, uh, this mom. One was a little older. I don't know, probably uh, nine, ten. And the other one was only like maybe three, somewhere around there. And uh, they, uh, the three-year-old really wanted this other toy that they picked up randomly in some other aisle. And of course, mom didn't even realize that the kid picked it up because the kid's down below eye level. So the kid just randomly at some point just fucking grabbed some shit. And then she's finally just seeing because they've stopped because the, the older child is looking at shit in this aisle. And she's like, oh, fuck. So here, kid's got this fucking thing in their hand. She's like, where, where did you get that? And the kid just looks up at her, and she's like, because she said, like, where do you get that? We got to go put that back. You can't have that. And the kid just immediate, like, like, like if this was, like, a bigger, you'd see, like, the blood pressure, like, the face would just, like, beat red, instant salty as fuck, super angry, looks up and just, fuck you! I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, I mean, they're literally like, they're three. So they're like at my knee. And I was just like this little tiny voice, like, fuck you. And mom was like, don't you speak to me like that. And this kid's so angry. Like the the color of this kid's face. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? And then all of a sudden the other kid's like getting angry and upset because mom's angry, upset. And I just like took my Pokemon cards. and I was like, all right, I'm I'm just going to, I'm out of here. Kids will be kids. Kids will be kids. Kids will be kids. He's like, fuck you. And I was like. At first, I didn't. I didn't know where the word where it came from because, like, I couldn't. I was like, I had to look down to yeah. find to find the small child cursing at their mother. Ty's been uh, lately. He's been he's been a sore loser. So we're trying to teach him to like, you know, have some sportsmanship. Like, we'll play <laughs> games and stuff, and then like sometimes I'll go easy on him. So like, yeah, I can yeah. almost always win, right? Yeah. Like on really anything, but you know, sometimes put that on your resume. You're beating your like two and a half year old yeah, son of games. There yeah. you go. I mean, uh, yeah, so we were playing bingo today, and oh, um, shit. it's it's all luck, right? Yeah, so, like, bingo, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But then, like, there were there were times where I had something on my card, and I pretended like I didn't so that I'd give him a chance to win, and the RNG gods was just on my on my side, so I kept winning, and every time he lose, <laughs> like, he would fucking lose his mind, right? Like, he'd run to his room, scream and yell, cry, and, uh, you know, I'd scream like, you know, bing! All right, and I was like, yeah! And, and he is he gets pissed. So I started so I started teaching him I'm like, hey man, you gotta shake my hand and say good game. You know, like you don't always win. It's okay. Right? And and so we kept playing, we kept playing, and he kept he kept losing his mind. And um, you know, I told him, I said, listen, son, in this household, we don't we don't give out participation awards. There's gonna be a winner and there's gonna be a loser. And you gotta this guy's learn. giving him the speech at like two Straight and a half up. years old participation I awards. I told him, I said, I said, you know, that's not how this that's not how this works. I was like, you know, sometimes you gotta you, you gotta lose before you win. You know, you gotta learn from this. And uh, you know, he's he's starting he's starting to understand. 
Um, obviously, I don't, you know, I'll give him those moments of like, we'll play a video game together, like a racing game on the <laughs> iPad. And um, you just got to basically spam a button and, and your Thomas the Train will get boosts and different things. Sometimes I'll purposely throw to like, you know, let him experience the victory and stuff. But sometimes I'll just, I'll try and I'll just beat stomp him. him. I'll, I'll stomp him. You know, and you know, I gotta. I, I, you gotta I, climb gotta, this hill, son. That's I'm it, at man. the top. Yeah, like straight up. <laughs> like uh, I, I'll go. I, I won't go easy. Um, a couple of times, and I'll beat him, and I'll see it with his reaction. And then when he loses his mind, I'll try and turn into a lesson and let him know that, like, yeah, you're gonna lose sometimes. And you know, it doesn't mean you can't have fun. It doesn't mean you, but you gotta shake a hand. You gotta say good game. <laughs> And, you know, get better and, and, and move forward. So that's sort of where we're at right now. But he does not like losing. He takes it bad. He takes oh, it real bad. And I just funny. refuse to throw every little thing to appease his ego. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and have him think that, like, he'll never lose in something. It's just not how it works. Yeah. It's, it's, the, 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 the balance is you know, always, you know, you got you to gotta be... You know, you don't have to feel necessarily good about losing. Like, it's okay no. to feel upset about losing. Just don't let that be the only, you know, the response that just turns into just screaming and yelling and being a, you know, a, you know, a spoil sport. You go, you just accept the fact, you know, be upset about it. You're going to go and try again and, and try to improve. But you got to, you know, you got to be a sport about it. You got to shake the hand and be like, good job. Well done. Yeah, I'll get you next time. That's you know, it. And, that, and, that's, and that's the show. That's the show. Uh, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's 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 why bingo of all things to be salty about. Fucking yeah. like losing that bingo. Uh, Yano says, "Hey guys, currently enjoying New Brunswick. Hope to get to Halifax someday uh, as well." Quick question: Let's say there's an actual base on the moon in twenty years. Are you guys first in line to go visit? If you have the opportunity, no. are you first in line, or are you letting other people be the uh, guinea pig on that one? Yeah, they can they can go to moon all they want. I have no desire to go to the moon. None. <laughs> Zero. Zero. You know, if I was really old, like, you know, if I'm like in my 70s, 80s, yeah, and I'm in decent health, fuck yeah. You know, I'll go to the moon or take me up past, you know, take me up to orbit or whatever, right? Take me out to space. But 35 years old, young son, wife, they depend on me. Yeah, I can wait. And I'll let the whole technology do its thing until I feel as though, you know, everything is good. I mean, I'd love to experience it and probably will at some point in my lifetime, the way technology is going. But, uh, yeah, right now, no, nah, that ain't it. Yeah, no, I'll let, I'll let other people, uh, I'll let other people experiment. I'll let the, uh, the William Shatners of the world hop on the early, the early train, uh, and experience that and, and wait for things to get a little bit fancier. But I also just don't care about the moon. No, I don't either. Like for me, for me, the only part about the moon that would, uh, that I would, uh, I think would be cool would be going to the moon to look back at the Earth and see yeah. the entire Earth. Yeah. Because you know, getting up into orbit and looking down, even from that height, and seeing like a like a, a section of the Earth, I think would put an enormous amount of perspective in people's brains about the the like how small like our bullshit is in the grand scheme of things. You put them on the moon, it's even smaller. But yeah. now you're looking back and it's just like... Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> we mean yeah. nothing. Why am I so upset about League of Legends? What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, that kind of shit. So, uh, yeah, that would be about it. I have not... I have immaterial. The rest of the moon, like, fuck, don't care. 
Uh, but that would be like the only part that would be kind of, uh, kind of be, uh, kind of be cool. Uh, a Dent asks, what's the best advice you've ever been given? And what's the worst advice you've ever been given? Hmm. It's hard Best to like think it's it's hard to think of like cuz cuz rarely does advice ever necessarily come in the form of like uh some sort of like catchy fucking phrase uh that you'd find on a poster in an office like it, it doesn't always come in that form like it's so it's kind of hard sometimes to think about what you know what the actual like specific advice would be in in a in a sentence form um man Mm. Um, that's a tough one uh worst advice jesus I yeah mean, i don't i don't get i don't get much ad- people don't really give me too bad much advice. advice i'm just trying to think of like um Um, I mean, I, I guess one of the, I guess one of the best advice uh, that I was given, um, that I think is very true is, um, work really, really hard now so that later on you don't have to work as hard and you can enjoy the second half of your life. Um, so basically make all the sacrifices while you're young and you're, you know, you're energetic and, um, I think that's pretty good advice. Um, I might have went a little extreme on that advice, but at the same time, I don't regret it. So, um, yeah, I would say that. Also, um, you know, my dad always told me, uh, always finish what you started. You know, whether whether you whether you know you start something, you you see it through. You know, don't just give up. Uh, you know, see it through and then let it go. Um, but don't don't pick something up or do something or say you're gonna do something and then not do it. Like start it and realize like fuck, just you know, you, you made your bed laying it. Uh, finish it, see it through, and then and then let it go. So those are probably ones I can think of off the top of my head. Worst advice. Um, I mean, I had some pretty shitty advice uh, in relationships from like you know friends when I was younger. Um, but I would say, um, fuck, I, I, I would, I would say some of the worst advice I ever got was, um, something along the lines, like I'm, I, I don't know a quote, but it's sort of just the general, uh, thing like it's not really a quote but it's it's sort of a i don't know how to say it but basically like do what do do whatever it is that you want because life is short uh so like something along those lines like hey i always wanted to go to rome right so oh just go life is short you're not promised tomorrow so just go and do it um or i've i just want to own um this car I've always wanted to own it. Well, just go buy it, you know, take it alone, go get it. You only live once or whatever. Um, 
there are lots of people that live like that. There's people that just live in the moment. Um, and I think that there are times in which you should live in the moment and enjoy the moment and be spontaneous. But there is an extreme that some people go to because instant gratification. They just want to do things now and they don't properly take the steps to go there. And, um, you know, my mom, my mom is kind of, um, she kind of had that philosophy and still kind of does, um, not so much that, but you know, if I tell my mom like, Hey, I really want to do this or do that. She's like, go do it. And I'm, you know, if it, if it was only that easy, it's like, you know, I can do it, but I got to do things leading up to that. Um, so yeah, I mean. Is that bad advice? It's it's good it's it, good advice that it, can be misconstrued to be used go. poorly. Like it's correct. And which there, which honestly can be can describe a lot of what would be said is good advice. Like anything can be taken just the wrong enough way to fuck the whole thing up so it's no longer good advice like like that one like, like you said like it's, you know you only live once just go do it like okay well i want to go do some pcp and and fucking run around them all like all right well maybe don't do that you know, that's probably yeah. a bad choice uh or or you know i uh uh you know um uh, i want to be a millionaire and i think the way to do it is to just buy lottery tickets every fucking week well you only live once fucking buy it. maybe you will win the lottery you just go fucking go nuts or you know, or, uh, you know, when you're making, when you're making career decisions or, or some shit and it's like, well, I really want to be like, I really want to go do this thing, but then realize that, that no matter how good you get at that, even if you were to make enough money or if, like the money that you're going to make in that, in that, uh, in that job is not going to be enough to live on. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> even if Don't you love it. it, make it a hobby. Don't yeah. make a career out of it. Um, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the, you know, that's where that kind of stuff can kind of get, uh, taken to extremes. And then, uh, and then, you know, and then a lot of people would say that for like, oh, why are you doing fucking blow every fucking weekend? YOLO! Gonna bang some more coke off this hooker's ass crack because you only live once. It's what Drake yeah, told no. me. <laughs> so you know like that's the yeah that that one can get can get misconstrued but there you know there is good advice in there in that lots yeah. of people will go the opposite way where they're too protected about about things and they won't just you know you know you can get prepared and then just do something and 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 that's fine and if it doesn't work out that's okay but don't just ignore any and all preparation and just fucking full yeet yourself into into absolutely everything and and not expect that to eventually probably uh land you in a shitty situation um i would say honestly i think the worst advice and it's not given to me specifically because like you i don't think a lot of people are like showing up giving me sage advice uh all that often uh is the is the is to is to trust you know you trust your your uh your gut um or your feelings more specifically you know go with like oh where's your heart at because mm. here's the problem emotional decision making is almost never a good idea it almost never plays out it's almost always bad because your your emotional decision making almost never takes into account any logic whatsoever 
It's like I'm in a I'm I'm in an abusive relationship and yeah I know it's bad but I love the person and I'm I'm comfortable and it's and it's good and my heart says that this is the the one for me and we're going to make it out and it's going to be okay. So like you could throw all of that stuff out the window. That's actually happening because you're you're not using logic at that point and you're you're stuck in in some in some shit. Or uh or you're sitting down again and you're deciding what again i'll use the career thing again and be like oh um uh again i you know my heart is in being you know whatever and that thing is only going to pay out at maximum Forty-five thousand dollars for the rest of my life, and I want a certain level of living, which at forty-five thousand dollars at all would be not on a street at that point. Uh, and then, uh, and then you have another option, another avenue. You don't like it as much, but it's going to make you eighty grand. But your heart is over here. My heart is with this. And my, but the, but but living, but my heart. And so that you know, that's probably one of the one of the ones that uh, is is a dangerous one for the same reasons the other ones we just discussed are dangerous. It's not to say that you shouldn't that you shouldn't involve your emotional side ever in any decision making. It's just that the idea this that's not what the saying says. It's like the saying just says trust your gut. Ignore here. What does your gut tell you? Well, it tells me it's hungry right now. Uh, but do I trust my hunger? Uh, for a cheeseburger as to whether or not I should be I should be uh, doing this other stupid thing probably not um, as far as like good advice like anything for me uh, the only advice that's ever been specifically given to me as as advice and not just something that I've learned via osmosis that the person has said something not directly towards me or did something and I'm taking that on as as if it was advice was the day that uh the was uh the day that I didn't get when I graduated university and I was point zero fucking one off of reaching my my main goal, which was graduating magna cum laude, and it was because of that fucking first year uh, religious studies teacher uh, fucking me, and um I was so fucking angry, I was livid because I hit all my other goals. That was the only one, and it was somebody else that held that over me, and it wasn't my own. My, it was nothing, it was out of my control, and it, it drove me fucking crazy. And for days and days and days, I was walking around the house fuming, fucking livid for days. And finally, Dad Dad sat down and said, you know, you've probably heard this before, but here's the reality of it, is that you gotta let that shit go. Water under the bridge is the advice. Some things, yeah, they suck that they happen, but there is nothing, you literally gain nothing by holding on to the negative aspect of whatever happened. Nothing ever happened, no, nothing ever good comes out of holding on to the bullshit uh, that happened. If it's behind you, leave it back there. It's okay to be upset about it, but leave it back there and focus on, on just doing whatever's in front of you because otherwise you're just going to be forever fucking spinning your tires back here being pissed off and not doing anything useful whatsoever. And then you'll be upset with yourself in like six months, you look back and like, what have I done? Oh, I was pissed off about something that happened nine months ago, and I did nothing because all I was was pissed off the whole fucking time, and I let it cloud my uh, cloud my my day to day activities. Um, that's basically the uh, the only advice I can think of where you can't misconstrue it that I've received. Like, there, there's no way for you to take that in the wrong way. It's it's literally like something bad happened to you, 
it's okay to be upset about it. It's not to say that you should, that you're not allowed to feel upset about it. The difference is don't let it become the focus. Just keep going in the only direction that you should be, which is this way. Almost nothing good comes on doing nothing but dwelling on the past. Learn from it, but don't stay there. Keep going in the other direction. And so that's probably the only advice I can think of that's like good advice that also is really hard to misconstrue and turn it into like a a negative like some of the other ones uh that we've that we've listed um last one mr black as far as i know oh i lied uh but that's okay these are all pretty quick volkus asks favorite and or non-favorite amusement park rides favorite um i mean i don't know the names of them so I would say like, I mean, my favorite is, is I, I mean, I, I like roller coasters. Um, they're a lot of fun. So I'll probably go with that. Um, least favorite is like a Ferris wheel. Like, you know, um, something that's like slow that goes in circles. Yeah. That's like really high. Nah, miss me with no, that. That ain't it. It, <laughs> it. You know, I'm not a huge fan of heights, but like, I don't mind roller coasters because they move quick and it's like, it's an adrenaline rush. It's the yeah, ones yeah. that are just slow as fuck and you're going way, way up and it's like, it kind of makes you dizzy and it's just, um, that ain't it. So I would yeah. say like the Ferris wheel or like the swings that just kind of like swing around in circles, like oh, really the high. One that they had in the, in crystal palace or whatever. Yeah, you the, can't, you the, can't yeah. pay me. You couldn't pay me to go on those rides. Like I just, I don't find them fun. <laughs> They're not a good time, but yeah, I'll go roller coaster. Um, yeah, I mean, I like, I like, I like roller coasters. I don't love them. I, li- I, I like them as a tall person. It's always a harrowing experience uh, with any roller coaster that goes underneath something because you're always afraid of getting decapitated, uh, like at all times, especially some like older wooden roller coasters where the bracing has to be so so much bracing that it drops the head level and a lot of wooden roller coasters are older and the average height of the people that they were building it for was a lot shorter and so like for example there was one in there was one there was a wooden roller coaster i can't remember the 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 theme park it was in i was uh it was when i was younger so i wasn't even as tall as it was now and i still felt like i had a duck going under this tunnel section like you'd come down and you'd go into a tunnel section and like i could just feel the fucking roof at my head and I was, like, trying not to freak the fuck out every time we went through the tunnel because all I could picture in my head was getting my head removed from my shoulders. Um, so they're not, like, my my favorite uh, thing in the world in that regard. Some roller coasters aren't, aren't so bad in that regard. So if you're, like, in a hanging one, like, one of the ones, I think uh, St. Laurent has a, a hanging one where you're, like, sitting in it or whatever. We went on that. And that's not mm-hmm. so bad because then you know you're not having to worry about your head getting fucking ripped off by some shit. Uh, but, uh, but otherwise, yeah. So roller coasters are okay. I would say, like, I'm not a huge amusement park ride person in general. Like, there's no rides I look at and I'm like, Oh, God, I can't wait to go on this amusement park ride! Like, that's, it's never been, never been like, a, a super amazing, like, adrenaline rushy thing for me. But roller coasters, I guess, are pretty close to that. And the ones that I don't like as well are kind of similar uh, to what Jeff mentioned. I think the one that I think I like the least is the one... Um, remember the fall fair when it used to come here? And although I think it still might happen, I don't know. But and there, there was the one that was, um, a, it was a Ferris wheel, but not not a traditional Ferris wheel. And then so it spun really quick. But then also, 
the fucking thing, the, the cage that you sat in. Yeah, yeah, the Gravitron. Would also go? No, not the Gravitron. No, 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 no. This was like, there's an actual, like, Ferris wheel thing, and then everyone sat in an individual whatever, and then you could spin them, so you were going fast oh, in two directions. Yes, 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 I know what And you're everyone about. puked. There was not a single person get on that bitch without projectile vomit come out the other end. Uh, I went on that once. Not for me. Not, not my idea of a good time. Um, but the Gravitron, though, I don't hate the Gravitron. That one's kind of fun. Yeah, it's I not, like the Gravitron. You know, the, the concept of, like, trying to, like, pull your, peel yourself off the fucking back of it or whatever. And then, yeah. of course, you're always impressed with, like, the carny that's in the middle, like, fucking yeah. doing, like, whatever the fuck they want. Because the, the fucking pull isn't as fast in the middle. But you don't know that. You just think they're, like, some sort of magician god uh, dancing around. Yeah, Gravitron was kind of fun. Um, yeah, so I, I would say those, that's probably, that's, that's probably uh, it for me. Uh, but yeah, not a huge amusement park fan in general. It's just kind of whatever for me. Uh, Mark asks, oh, sorry, our editor, Mark, uh, talk about your very own, uh, pentagonal trait chart a la Tower of Fantasy. Oh, God, and Jeff would have no concept of what that is. I have no idea so, what that is, brother. So that's like, so, so, you know, in some games or whatever, uh, you'll have like, uh, like a pentagon shape, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's, uh, like let's say strength, agility, speed uh, around the chart, and then and then you can quickly tell how good a character is at the various things because like it will go out towards that maximum point. So that's yeah. what he's referring to the chart. The thing he's talking about though is in 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 Tower of Fantasy they all have like every character that you unlock has like some fucking meme bullshit. So one is like. One is like vehicle damage on one side, and the other side is 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 like fucking I can't remember what it was. It was like um, like sincerity on one side, and then vehicular damage on the other. It was some fucking random. I don't know if they're random or whatever the fuck. That's what he's referring to. Mark, I got nothing for you. I wouldn't be able to come up with something off the top yeah. of my head if I tried. But I do like that you referenced that. It was probably one of the sillier things in that game that uh, that that we that we noticed last night. Uh, last question comes up from Cam. He said, you can get an autograph from anyone in any time period. What item would you get autographed and who buy? Hmm, Michael Jackson. All right, and what is he signing? Uh, he's signing, uh, my, my thriller jacket. Hmm. Good choice. Good choice. Hmm, who would I go for and what would I have signed? I would say, uh, oh man. Uh, oh fuck. Probably the only thing I can think of that I ever, I, of anyone that I ever almost bought a signature of instead of going and actually physically seeing them to have the, the signature, there's uh, the Michael Jordan Wings poster, which is, uh, which was like a one-to-one scale of his wingspan, yeah. but they had a special version of it where it was in a shadow box and then there was an actual basketball in one of his hands out at the end and then he signs... Oh, the basketball was dope as fuck. And so it was like the, the shadow, like it was all shadow box, but then the basketball came out of the shadow box at the other end. It's pretty dope. dope. Um, uh, it, back then it was like three grand. I don't even want to know what it would be like now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, 
Uh, but yeah, like that would be that would be that would be a pretty good a pretty good one for me. Oh, that's a good one in chat. Rob Williams signing his Aladdin VHS. That'd be pretty dope. Good one. I'd be uh, I'd be I'd be down for that. Oh yeah, Mark's got another one. I guess that's true. Uh, if I had you know I have that that um, concept art uh, concept art from Riven and then also the lithograph print. From Riven, I guess I could have the brothers random Rob Miller sign that would be kind of would be kind of fun. That I could probably still make happen. Like if I really, really desperately wanted to make that happen, like usually at least Rand Miller is at Mysterium. They have like their the like they have their own uh, little convention. Uh, that's that would be doable. It would just be the painstaking effort of traveling with that shit, and not having it get lost. That would be the scary bit. Uh, not so much making the 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 uh, the signature happen. All right, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in at a spelt hour 35. That's all we got for you this week for Technical Alpha. We'll be back next week uh, for more of that. Um, yeah, I thought uh, in my head I had it that we were coming up close to it, but there, there will be a podcast that will likely get moved in September um, at some point. Uh, it'll be the one because we're going to, we have to go away for my grandmother's internment. And so we'll be away for a day or two and it will be on a Thursday. So there will be, uh, possibly a, a, either a cancellation or a movement of one in mid September. Uh, but that's a ways out like a month from now. I just, in my brain, time is a flat circle. I thought we were closer. We are not. So we will see you guys next week. Thank you very much for uh, stopping by. Greatly appreciate it. Hope you guys had a good time. And until we see you next week, stay safe out there and peace. Hey.